Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Women's Football Success. This is episode, I believe, 1826. My name is Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington, and I am your host today and every day on Women's Football Success. I want to share with you a couple things. Um, first, our disclaimer. I am an attorney licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas. All of the information that I provide on the recordings, the digital, and the print material regarding women's football is all business information. None of this information creates an attorney-client relationship between us, and if you have an issue that needs the attention of an attorney, please find one in your jurisdiction with expertise in your area of concern. With that being said, I want to get down to everything that's been going on this last couple of weeks. First of all, my voice recorder messed up on my computer. I told you guys a couple weeks ago, my husband touched a button, I touched a button, moving the um, computer along, and for some reason, everything's moved. Um, and then I went to put up my voice recorder to do my radio show, and it won't open. So doing this on a new voice recorder, the same one that I did last week, so hopefully it all works very smoothly. Shout out to BJ at Blog Talk Radio. Thank you again for allowing us to host the radio show on the JC Hawk radio show network. Real quick, everybody. Okay, so this weekend was a crazy weekend. I know that a ton of teams in the Women's Football Alliance um, held tryouts. With that being said, I hope that they were very successful. If you had issues or concerns or you don't feel you got enough players out to that tryout, you're going to want to connect with Women's Football Alliance or connect with me directly. And I put out a video of what we're doing that has seems to be pretty successful. I mean, obviously some of you guys have been doing great things all along and you're constantly getting a full um, team of players. We had our tryout this last weekend and we were really concerned because we had to switch locations right on the, the 24 hours before because there was a 70% chance of rain and um, we didn't want to chance it, so we got an indoor facility. Come 5 o'clock in the evening, it was sunny and wonderful, um, so we were a little bummed that we went inside. However, by the time it hit um, 6 o'clock-ish, 6.30, it was a downpour. So nevertheless, it was a good decision to have that backup. We were concerned that, you know, anytime you are holding a big – event or a tryout or combine or whatever, um, switching locations like that at the very end is very difficult. Sometimes you lose a lot of people. You can lose a lot of people. So hopefully we didn't lose too many. Hopefully they didn't go to the wrong location. Um, we tried to get that out there. But when you're putting it out on 25 things, sometimes you only fix it on 20, right? You only change the location on 20. So hopefully we got everybody. We did have... Um, about 25 girls there. There were about five, four to five that were on the sidelines that were kind of watching and seeing if they're interested in women's football. Some of them are a little um, not timid about playing football, but um, we had one girl come and say that she's been uh, on this other team that we haven't heard about. She said it's been going on for like nine months. It's not even a team that we've ever heard of um, in any league. Um, so, She'd been working out with them for months and um, she found us on Facebook and came out last minute. So she was able to see a tryout, but she wasn't actually able to try out. There was another girl there as well. But um, so tryouts went really well for us. I want to say 22 to 25 
um, actual new girls there at the um, event. So we're ecstatic that it happened because I know if you've been in women's football for more than a minute, um, you've had tryouts where you've had two people show up. You've had tryouts where no people have shown up. So um, it's always rewarding to realize that some of your work is paying off. And so we're really excited to um, have that happen. Real quick, I want to go over. So if you thought last weekend had a ton of tryouts, this week has even more tryouts, okay? Now, I bear with me because the schedule of WFA tryouts that I put together, I put this together about a week ago for October 8th through the 21st. Now, if you've since scheduled tryouts, then they're probably not going to be on this page. Um, but with that being said, put it out on your own pages and website. This is just kind of an extra supplemental way. Um, I put this into the, I give this to the WFA owners and I put it out there for um, other people, coaches, admin and players on the women's football success website where you can go is supersmallbiz.com, supersmallbiz.com. That's my other business, business consulting. Um, and you can click on women's football and there's a bunch of resources that I've been putting together there um, over the last few months, getting them out there. And I'm trying to do that on a just in time basis. So just as you need them as a player, coach, owner, or admin, I'm trying to get that information because it's just impossible for me to give you all the information you need right now. So I'm going to get to tryouts coming up this week. So we have the Austin Outlaws in Austin, Texas, um, October 13th. If you have, need any information, go to their team Facebook page is the best place to find that. Um, Derby City Dynamite in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Go to their website. They're having a tryout October 13th. Also on October 13th is the Grad, Grand Rapids Tidal Waves in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Best information for that is on their team website. Don't forget um, about the Maine Mayhem in Portland, Maine. Check out their Facebook page. And then again on October 13th, these are all on October 13th. So ladies get ready around the country. Uh, the Minnesota Vixen in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis Minnesota. Um, go to their team website. That's the best place to get that information. Don't forget about um, one of the newer teams, Rock Wall, or sorry, Rock Hill Lady Raiders. I was just in Rockwall, Texas last weekend, so I apologize for that. Rock Hill Lady Raiders in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Go to their team website. What about the Tampa Bay Inferno in Tampa Bay, Florida? Again, that's on October 13th. Go to their team website. Now, what about the Utah Blitz way over on the West Coast? Um, or not West Coast, but west of Tampa Bay, um, October 13th. That's in Salt Lake City, Utah. Go to their Facebook page. And my favorite name, La Muerta Las Cruces, um, or La Muerte Las Cruces, New Mexico. Go to their team Facebook page. And again, I've said this before, but check out their Facebook and their website. They do this cool face drawing of the skeletons. Oh, so beautiful. And they have a really good artist doing this. I don't know who it is, but um, they have a really good artist doing this for um, their publicity uh, photos and stuff. Now, October 14th. So is October 14th the Sunday? Let me look at that. 
October 14th is the Sunday, the Flint City Riveters. So another team in Flint City, Michigan. Two, that's two teams in Michigan having tryouts this weekend. October 20th, so we're talking next Saturday, Boston Renegades. So you got to watch out for them because they have a really good team every year in Boston, Massachusetts. That is going to be on their team web website. Cincinnati Sizzle, been around forever in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's on their website as well for the 20th. Now, okay, so now the Cleveland Fusion, Cleveland, Ohio, shout out to my home state of Ohio again. They are having another tryout on October 20th. You can get that information on their team Facebook page. But I also want to let you know, okay, so they are actually having a their signing day October 13th. So shout out to the Cleveland Fusion. They are on top of it. So they're having a signing day October 13th, but they're also having a uh, another tryout on the 20th. Um, they didn't tell me whether that's the last tryout. Um, so I'll keep you posted if they're going to have more tryouts. But they're having signing day October 13th at Mulberry's at 2316 Mulberry Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. That's from 3.30 to 7 p.m. So I'm really excited. I mean, they are on the ball already having signing day. I know some teams are starting to, to prepare for signing days, and we can talk about that a little bit here on the, the show here in a minute. But I wanted to make sure I got that out there for them because um, when I saw that they had a signing day on the 13th, I didn't even check to see if there were any more tryouts. Another thing that I love about the Cleveland Fusion, let me pull this up real quick. So like I said, they are on the ball. Um, I talked to the owner for probably three hours. Um, I understand they have several owners, but this was a gentleman. Um, they are doing some great things up there in Cleveland, and um, I'm really excited um, to see what they uh, do here in the 2019 season because they just have a ton of things going on. What I wanted to tell you about is – let me go over here. I want to get to their website. So Cleveland is partnering with a ton of organizations. What I like about what they do, and I'm saying I'm not saying everybody has to do this or doesn't have to do this, but check out. So they, so during the season, even in June and July, um, in June when they were you know finishing up the games for last season, they were already taking on players, accepting players for the upcoming season, accepting sponsors for the upcoming season. So it's not like things shut down and go away during that time. If somebody joins their team in June, it's not to play that season, but they're prepping them to do the next seasons. I love that. I think that is very um, pro planning. I, I love to plan everything. Um, it's hard to get everything planned, as you know, in women's football, but I'll tell you, shout out to Cleveland Fusion for their wonderful planning and I hope to see them at the owners meeting um, in a couple weeks. With that being said, let me get back to October 21st. So that would be the ne next Sunday. Next Sunday, that's correct. Arlington Impact in Arlington, Texas. So that's our friends just across the, the town. Um, they are holding a tryout. Best way to get information about that is Team Facebook. Um, and go go out there. We want to have a bunch of girls on that team as well. 
um, so that we, cause we get to play them typically twice a season. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. And then let's talk about Tacoma trauma in Tacoma, Washington. That again is October 21st. Their Facebook page has the most up-to-date information. And don't forget about the ongoing tryout. So several teams, they don't set up specific dates for tryouts, but they have their um, weekly or bi-weekly workouts going on right now. And they are having ongoing tryouts throughout that time. So the Columbus Comets in Columbus, Ohio, Daytona Wave Runners, Pittsburgh Passion, and the Portland Shockwave have ongoing um, tryouts that go on throughout their workouts. So if you are looking for a tryout in your area, if I haven't mentioned it here, the best way to go is go to the WFA football page. So it's WFAProFootball.com. Up at the top, click on teams. You can click on teams by division or by state. Look and see what team is near you and check and see when their tryout is. Register with the team and um, see if you can get in on the next tryout that's coming up. Now, I'll tell you, some teams are going to be wrapping up tryouts here in October, November. So um, I, you better do it sooner rather than later because sometimes teams end up getting a bunch of girls at one or two tryouts and they stop. They're done. Um, but they always leave time to be able to, to get a couple more tryouts in. So if you're looking to be a part of a team, check out WFAProFootball.com and see if there's a team in your area. If not, there's not a team in your area and you want to play football, you need to get in touch with Lisa King at the WFA and see if um, there's some people that are looking to start a team in that area. There's a list of potential teams, um, people that have contacted or whatever, um, that are interested but maybe don't have enough players or are just kind of thinking about it. Um, now's the time to be finishing up setting up teams um, so that you can hit the ground running and get things done and not be in a time crunch. Okay. With that being said, I know that there's some more tryouts coming up the next week, but I really want to kind of focus on one or two weeks at a time. I'm going to take down the post about the tryouts that happened this last weekend and um, put up the next ones for the coming month. Okay. So, I want to talk about our next topic. So um, we had a great turnout at our tryouts. Um, if you are part of the Women's Football Alliance, um, I put a video out for the owners only um, of some strategies and tips to use to um, get more players to your tryouts. Super excited about these strategies and they're working. They are actually working. So um, try them out. If you don't like them, you know, that's fine too. You know, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. My goal is just to get you guys some tips and some strategies um, to make things a little easier, um, to save you time, save you money, um, stop wasting time and money and feeling like you're on this hamster wheel. Let's get these things taken care of so we can move on to the next step. Okay, so um, that brings up signing day. Okay, I'll talk about that here a little bit more. Um, one of the things that I talked about last week, I said I really wanted to focus on player, player, player and getting some stuff out there for the players. I wanted to share um, probably I'm going to go with five things that players can do right now to promote themselves. OK, now I'm going to put the disclaimer on this. Some players and some teams, you are still under contract, right? So I'm not telling you to do anything that goes against a contract or try to get out of a con anything like that. 
if your contract says you can't do these things, go to the owner and ask permission. Um, some will and some won't, but typically people aren't under a contract right now, but I don't know. Um, so I'm going to give you five things that you can do as a player. And if it's something you want to do and you're just not sure if it's allowed on your team, go ask the owner and see a lot of times they'll, they're perfectly fine with it. Okay. So five things a player can do to promote themselves. One of the best ways is you guys have these Facebook pages that have a lot of personal stuff, a lot of personal pictures, uh, families, fa friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, all this kind of stuff. I suggest creating a Facebook page for football. If you're trying to promote yourself or you're trying to get to a place where you get paid to play or you get some more um, endorsements or you get just more publicity for your football, I would suggest setting up a, a separate player page. And you can do this on Facebook. Um, let me pull this up. You can create your own page as a, let me go here. Create your page and you can go in there as a personality, a public figure. So you don't have to be a business or a brand or a community or a group. You can go in as a public figure. Now, web, you know, it's arguable whether you're a public figure, if you have a couple of followers or whatever. But the point is that you're trying to become a public figure. So that's a way to create a new page as a public figure and just Focus it on your football. It makes a difference. Another thing is to connect with your community. So everybody freaks out when it comes time. Um, they've made the team. There's player fees involved or there's sponsorships that are required. Those kind of things. Now is the time. Let me um, put that on there. Um, sorry. I'm multitasking as we do this on the radio show. So now is the time to connect with those community people rather than being in a hurry and a rush. Connect with people that, you know, restaurants that you go to. If you go to two or three restaurants a week, go up, share some information with the manager, say, hi, I really appreciate the service here, whatever it is, um, and get to know that person. And then when you come back next week and the next week and the next week, they will start to know you um, as somebody that frequents their place. Then in December, January, February, whenever you're trying to get a sponsorship, you have been building a relationship with these people for months. Okay. Also, same thing with, you know, your hairdresser. I mean, this goes everywhere. Hairdresser, nail salon, photographer, videographer, restaurants, bars, uh, coffee shop, where you get your magazines. If you go there at furniture stores all different kinds of things. If you're frequenting these places, you can constantly be talking about the fact that you are a female football player and people are really shocked. They want to hear about it. You know, they don't want to hear about your regular daytime job because it's usually kind of boring. Right. Um, and people don't want to really share that. And people don't want to really hear about it either. People want to hear about the fascinating stuff and women's football is still fascinating to people because a lot of people don't know about it still. So that's number two. Um, number three on the five things a player can do to promote themselves. Number three is get interviews for yourself. Okay. Go out and get interviewed by some radio, television, magazine, whatever it is. If typically in your community you have, you know, 
smaller publications. Um, so we have like, for example, in this area, we have a, the About magazine. Some people have the DeSoto magazine. Some people have the Fort Worth whatever magazine. Richmond, Virginia, um, different things like that. So go out and research it on your own. Don't wait for people to come to you and say, oh, I want to talk to that player specifically. Go out and be that player, okay? Go out to the smaller radio stations and the smaller television stations. Um, even check the internet for some stuff because all of these people need content daily, weekly, monthly, usually daily though. Um, depending on like monthly magazines, it's going to be a little bit harder. But if you're doing like an online blog or something, getting connected with them, um, they need content every day, sometimes three and four times a day. So go out there and get interviewed on your own. It can be an interview about football. It can be an interview about you being an artist, a musician, um, just a powerful story. Maybe you were adopted. Maybe you want to share some of that with people. Maybe you uh, have health issues that you would like to bring awareness to um, and help other people. Asthma, all different kinds of things. There are ways to get your name out there. Um, and you don't have to wait for others or wait for the opportunities to come to you. Okay. From a, from a owner's standpoint, owners are juggling like 12 different plates. If you can visualize that one is marketing, one is advertising, one is players, one is events, one is, um, game day stuff. One is ordering uniforms. One is practice uniforms. One is facilities. I mean, these, there's lots of plates. Okay, guys, you get the picture, but, if you are going to wait around for an interview to come into the team inbox that says, I want to speak to these three girls or these two girls, and you are one of them, then you're going to be waiting a longer time. Go out there, make the initiative, get out there and um, talk about yourself. I mean, you know, it's not bragging. It's telling people what you do and where you're at. Now, there is bragging, but um, I would just do a little bragging. You don't have to do a lot of bragging. Okay. Um, number four of the five things players can do to promote themselves. Share your status as a female player everywhere, everywhere. Okay. A lot of the, I'm, I'm surprised when I talk to people and they say, well, my family doesn't even know I play. I, I don't want to tell my family because I'm kind of nervous. And I'm not sure how I'm going to do. Or the other thing is, is I haven't shared with the people that I love because they live in another location. So they're not going to come to my games anyways. But so I don't share with them that I'm on a team. Another scenario is my family and friends don't like this. And so I don't share it with them. Okay. So I can, I can understand a couple of those um, that don't want to share because it's, it's going to be hurtful or, you know, against their career or whatever. I get that. But I'll tell you, it's, it's a funny story. You know, Coach Mike, my husband, it's hilarious. We, we joke all the time that he talks to more women in his day than I've talked to women in a week. Okay. This man, love him dearly. He gets to talk to women all the time, all the time. He's talking to women. Um, thank God I'm not the jealous type because, you know, we'd be in trouble, but um, he loves sharing the fact that women can play football. He's always loved the sport of football and he wants to share it with everybody. 
I will go in, you know, we'll be at a restaurant and we'll say, Hey, you, Lynn, you need to go talk. You know, if we get the vibe that, uh, the women wouldn't want to talk to him or he might be overbearing to them, then as a female, I'll go up to the females and say, Hey, have you ever heard of women's football? Let me tell you about it. Um, but I am not shy about talking about women's football to anybody. Um, Mr. Ellington, this weekend, in fact, we were done with our tryouts. We had gone out to lunch and we were, um, sorry, I just saw a Jeep down in front of my office and I knew I didn't drive my Jeep today. So I was wondering why it was here, but it's not mine. So anyway, okay. So Coach Mike, went. we were going to eat this weekend after tryouts were done. Everything was good. You know, we tell everybody, you know, we'll be, we'll be calling you in a couple days to give you the status on whether you made the team, whether you haven't made the team, and what you need to work on. Either way. Um, and we're going into the restaurant, and five women are standing outside the door taking selfies of themselves. Shout out, ladies. If you if it's you, you know who you are. So um, I start pointing at the girls. I'm pointing at the girls. As I'm walking, I'm pointing at them. And Coach Mike's behind me with some other people chatting and everything. So I see him turn around and walk back to the car to get his business cards. And sure enough, you know, we've already proceeded inside and he's not coming in. He's not. So we go back out to the door and boy, if he hasn't talked to every one of those ladies and has them go into the website, a couple of them went and looked at the website today. We can see that. So it works. Just talk about the fact that you play football. People will enjoy watching you and enjoy sponsoring you. Okay. You don't have to get thousand dollar sponsorships. You can get you can get um, a hundred ten dollar sponsors, or you can get ten one hundred dollar sponsors. It all it all adds up to be the same amount of money, right? Okay. So number five. Okay, this is my one from this weekend. Number five on the five things a player can do to promote themselves. If you're waiting around to get till these things get done. I understand that, you know, some teams have different agendas and schedules. Why don't you as a player, why don't you do your own photo shoot? Is that not a brilliant idea? How many of you guys have gone out and done your own photo shoot? Now, it doesn't have to be a thousand dollar photo shoot, guys. Um, you know, put your makeup on if you wear makeup, get your helmet, your shoulder pads, your, your cleats, um, preferably a cleaner pair of cleats so that you can pose with them. Um, so helmet, shoulder pads, jersey, cleats, maybe even some practice pants, um, different things like that. Maybe some awards that you've won in women's football. If you've been MVP or you've been on an All-American team, uh, a championship team, whatever. Um, set up a photo shoot of your own and it doesn't have to be elaborate. Have a, a girlfriend of yours come over. You guys could, could do it together or a group of five or whatever. Five of you, put your makeup on, get your hair done, whatever, and then start taking these pictures. It's super easy. And then put those on your Facebook page that you created for football. Now, um, I think this is a wonderful idea because a lot of the girls want to do a, some sort of photo shoot or a, a focused set of pictures. Um, but it's in the timeline for the team or the owner at a different time. Get those pictures, get 20, get 50, get 100 pictures. Um, a lot of the people will take up, you know, a thousand pictures for a hundred bucks. 
Um, and then you have different pictures um, that you can mold and change however you want to add different effects to. I mean, what a great opportunity. So those are my five things a player can do to promote themselves. Let me go back again. Create a Facebook page for football. Connect with the community now rather than later so that by, by the time January and February comes and you're looking for sponsors and you're looking for um, people to come to your games and buy your tickets, you've already built a relationship with them. Um, get interviewed on the radio, television, and magazine yourself. Um, don't wait until somebody reaches out to the team because less people are reaching out to the teams um, because people, you know, don't show up or whatever. Go and reach out yourself. Um, again, make sure that it's good with your contract or what whatever your owner says um, you can or can't do. I don't know of many owners that are going to say, no, you're not allowed to take pictures. No, you're not allowed to be on the radio because you're promoting the team while you're there. It's a win-win for the team and for you at the same time. Number four was share your status as a football, uh, as a female football player with everyone. And then finally, do your own photo shoot. Why not? It'll work. It'll work, ladies. I really appreciate you guys coming on today. Before I finish, I want to go over, um, I guess I'm going to go over first what, so all these players that, tried out in the last few weeks, they may or may not have made a team or they may or may not have found out whether they've made the team. So I kind of want to give an idea of the process because sometimes it could be a week or two before somebody reaches out to you and you're sitting there the whole time just stressing about whether you've made a team. So either way, um, I always suggest people go ahead and, and start doing some workouts. Whether you've made the team or not, what is it going to hurt, right? Um, but if it's been a week, go ahead and reach back out to that team and say, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, the results. Usually if it's been a, a week or so, more than a week, they maybe haven't been able to call you, lost a number, something like that. The email address, they can't read because you wrote it so fast when you were filling out your liability waiver, whatever. It could be a variety of different things. Um, but so go ahead and reach out to them. Um, a couple other things that I... Um, think is important or what female football players should do is, hold on, let me tell them, I can't talk right now. Um, another thing that I think women football players should do what, between the time that they've tried out and become a player is start learning the football 101. Um, I have a, I think it's about nine or 10 page document um, football 101, you can get it on supersmallbiz.com. Go down to women's football, click on free resources, women's football 101. It goes over the basic terminology. If you already know that terminology, I'm getting ready to do football 102. Um, so here in the next couple weeks, probably a week, um, it's on my timeline. Um, so I will be able to get that out to you. But you need to memorize those things front and back. If you're not sure which position that is on the field, um, if it's a, you're not sure if it's a safety or a linebacker, um, you're not sure if that's the offense or defense, any number of things could be going through your mind, right? Because a lot of people come out because they finally found out that women's football exists and they're so excited now they're like, oh crap, I don't know anything about football. I don't, I don't know how to watch a game. So um, women's football 101 um, 
if you don't get it there, email me directly through our other avenues, Dallas Elite, Women's Football Success, Women's Football Alliance. Um, Now we have Texas Girls Football, which I'll share with you in a minute. But um, so just connect with me and I can get that Football 101 book to you. Um, It's it's not a it's an ebook. It's about eight pages, 10 pages, something like that. Um, Okay, so signing day. I'm going to do this from a player perspective and possibly from an owner, depending on how much time I have here. Um, I want to get to the idea of the signing day. So several teams have set up kind of a signing day, almost like the NFL draft where they announce your name, you come up. Um, This is a great opportunity to get players, families involved and knowing that they play football. So, Um, Most teams will set this up as a family-oriented event, so you can bring your children and your parents. But the idea behind it is to really let people know that you are now a female football player. Now, there may be some things that you get, some information and stuff that you start working on. You might even have a practice before the actual signing day, but... The idea behind the signing day is more like an NFL draft celebration that you have made the team. And that's pretty spectacular with the pictures and, you know, balloons and all that great thing, cake. But um, from a player standpoint, you already, before you get to signing day, you already want to be studying. And if you don't know what to study, if you've gone through the football 101 or you know your basics of football, reach out to your coaches and say, hey, you know, I'm really excited and I want to get ahead of the ahead of the ball with regards to my mindset and understanding the terms and the rules and stuff. Ask your coach what they want you to be doing. What we do is when we actually call a player and tell them that they've either made it or not made it, or if they've not made it and they have some things to work on, the coach will tell them, these are the things that we'd want you to work on. Please come back to the next tryout. Some girls come back, some girls don't. Now, if you've made the team the coach might say, you have made the team. We're really excited. You put to put forward a lot of effort. How I want you to work on these three things. Now, whether you're struggling or not, or they may say, I really am looking for you for this position. I want you to get um, up to par. I want you to be understanding what that position does, right? So it could be a couple different reasons why you would be doing this homework beforehand. You don't want to be doing this homework in January, ladies, okay? Um, there will probably be when you start when you start with the team, there'll probably be some sort of mini camp or two-day um, set of practices to get a lot of information and a lot of work out of you. You want to be prepared for those two days because a lot of teams will set up during that mini camp, they'll set up maybe a Saturday, three hours, Sunday, three hours, or Saturday, two hours in the morning and a lunch and two hours in the evening and then Sunday morning again. So it could be a two a day. It could be three in a weekend, any variety of things. But signing day is the day that you're going to go there and celebrate. And that's usually at a venue of some sort. They hors d'oeuvres, drinks, uh, dinner, whatever, depending on the time of day. But you don't want to be going into that signing day still unsure. Most teams set that signing day up for November, December, or January. 
early, early January, late November, sometime in December. Again, I want to shout out to Cleveland Fusion. They are having a signing day, and I'm guessing if they have tryouts again on the 20th, that they'll have another signing day. But October 13th is their signing day. They are already ready to get going for this 2019 season. Pretty exciting. I'm really excited for you guys um, to be learning about women's football. I'm going to just shift this over just so that I cover the topic of the signing day from an admin standpoint for administrators, coaches, and owners. Now, signing day is a really big deal. It's usually at a larger venue. Um, if you are having, if you have 20 to 30 girls on your roster, first of all, I recommend that you continue um, tryouts because you need to have more than that. You won't, if you have 20 or 30, when you have go, get to signing day, um, you'll have difficulty finishing the season out. I'm just giving you a heads up on that. Um, trust me when I say that, because our goal this year, my goal, and I really, there's nothing I can do to help it or stop it. My goal is to create less forfeits in women's football than there were last year. Now I technically can't, I can't do anything about it. Um, my goal is to get you guys the information so that you can not have forfeits. Um, but ultimately I cannot get a team to a, a field or a stadium, right? So, but my goal is to help you guys. Um, and I've reached out to a lot of play, a lot of teams and teams have reached out to me. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to call me, call me, call me. Um, but 20 to 30 players at a signing day is probably going to get you about 100 people. Um, so for those people that are doing the planning, um, you're looking for venues that can take 100 people. Now, if you're if you're sitting at 50 to 60 girls on a roster, um, you could possibly have 150 to 200 people at that signing day. Okay. Be creative, get some planning done, maybe even add things to that day that really, since you're already getting 200 people together for that event, um, it's, you're going to have a lot of people looking for information. So this is a great time to um, have a lot of information available to them, right? Okay. So I am so excited about women's football right now. If you guys haven't guessed it, um, <laughs> I love women's football. Um, so just a couple minutes, I got to get going so that I can go pick my daughter up from school and take her to her swim, uh, competitive swimming lessons. They're not lessons, but swim team. Um, so I want to finish this up real quick. Real quick, Texas girls football. So the Dallas Elite is sponsoring the Texas girls football. Now it's a nonprofit. And it's also Texas Girls Flag Football League, two different separate entities um, that we're sponsoring. They're being run kind of by the same board um, just for consistency and time purposes. Um, but there are some things that flag uh, teams do that tackle teams don't. And there's some things that tackle teams do that flag don't. So for just one big example is a lot of times uh, flag Football is set up as tournaments on the weekend. Tackle football usually is not um, because tackle teams usually can't do three or four or five games in a weekend. So, the, so that's a little different. Also, the organizations that you connect with, flag has organizations and associations and tackle football has organizations and associations. So 
um, we keep that separate for those purposes. Texas girls football, we're going to have tackle football for 12 to 7, or sorry, tackle football for 7 to 17. We have flag football for 5-year-olds to 14-year-olds. And then for those girls that are interested in supporting football but don't want to play, we do have cheerleading. Now that may, um, we've got a little bit of interest in that, but depending on how much interest, um, we may determine to hold that off to the next year, but I'm not sure. Um, we've already got interest from other areas, so um, I think everything is going to go um, according to plan right now. But again, I can't I can't make those calls. Um, it's just getting out there and getting things done. So things are moving on. If you're at all interested, um, tackle uh, football, flag football, and cheer. Um, go to <coughs> excuse me, please. TexasGirlsFootball.org for more information. Um, share it, link it, whatever you want to do there. We really appreciate all the outpouring of support that we've gotten for women's football and for girls' football. It's amazing how many people out there just love um, not only football as a sport and flag football as a sport, but they love empowering these girls and women to do these things and live their dreams. And that's one of our biggest um passions is being able to provide a place for uh, women and girls to live out their dreams and empower them to do things um, in a good manner. So I really appreciate you guys' time this week. And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, drop me a line um, or send me an email. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.